Updating. Five, four, three, two, let's roll! I gotta have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh yeah, you specified. <laughs> hey, what's going on? It is episode 150 of the Hamer Man Podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. So just to clarify, again, last week I messed up. I don't know what happened. We recorded. We got done. We did it pretty much like an entire podcast related to this uh, gentleman getting yanked off the plane. It was such a fresh take, too. I know. And well, so, not a fresh take, but it had just happened. So it was like we got on this before it's super stale. And oddly enough, we both came out with the same opinion, pretty much. So yeah, yeah. that was a, a very rare thing. But we're not going to rehash it because when we've tried in the past to redo something we already talked about, it just, it's just, it's just not. Uh, I'm like, what? <laughs> You're, what? That's your opinion? That's <laughs> yeah. crazy, man. So when I looked down after we recorded the whole thing, I looked down and I saw that for whatever reason it, it hadn't been recording i was like <laughs> so this week i have the uh the mp3 player plugged in so there's no way we're not gonna get this so it's sort of like episode 151 but at 150 is like the lost episode if you get that you're a true fan but we have we have a couple of those so i hate like to do 154 i hate to do that and the week before uh ben was out of town and he's like hey do you want to do a podcast with somebody else or i consider doing one by myself but sometimes i figure it's a nice opportunity to have a break and just you know to get some more stuff going on to uh, to talk about so there was no real reason to rush it. And I know his big thing is, hey, you know, I want to keep giving these people something. So we gave you a best of, and that's what you're going to get. So mm. that's that, if, if you're not happy with it, I don't know what to you tell don't you. Rush, uh, you don't rush a Fanucci. You that's don't right. rush a, a, a Da Vinci. Did you say a Fanucci? Yeah, it's from Oscar. You ever see that movie, Oscar? The, with Stallone? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those uh, guilty pleasures. That's one movies. of the movies you saw when you were growing Love up? Love it. I've seen it like a hundred times. Really? Seriously. Yeah. I, I actually just rented Rambo part two because I'm doing this thing like I'm starting to do a sequel sweep. I'm going to all the movies that you I You hate thought. sequels. I know, but I'm going to <laughs> put it but it's a, on a journey to correct myself and to become more well-rounded. I'm going to all the movies that I like and I'm going to their crappy sequels and I'm watching them and maybe I can find the secret to what makes them so crappy. Three Men and a Little Lady does not hold up. <laughs> not as good as you uh, once thought I love the first one. Well, I just went to Family Video by my house and I got Rambo. Uh, I thought I got Rambo 2. First Blood two. Part 2. I thought I got First Blood Part 2, but I screwed up and I got Part 3, so I'm going to have to watch that one. Yeah. That's the, the one, like, that's in, one where he's in Afghanistan, I believe, and he self-cauterizes a wound with a... Uh, he puts gunpowder on his on a bullet hole and then... F- you know, is able to cut lights it on fire. Okay. Yeah. See, when I was, like I said, when I was a kid, I didn't see a lot of these movies, but I had these friends and, uh, I would stay at their house and it was like, it was, it was the opposite of my house. It was game on. Like their dad worked super hard. And so when he got home, he went to sleep and he crashed and all the kids were just like, it would like, it was a really big deal because we could get to walk the streets and go to the corner store and like buy chips or whatever. I'm talking about like, you know, like eight to 12 or something. But to me, like, it's nighttime. The house is locked down. You're not going anywhere. But there it was like, yeah, you can go wherever. So we would walk around Hessville at night. And uh, and one of the other benefits to going there was I'd get to watch movies. I saw um, The People Under the Stairs, which at the mm. time, I was like, this is a super scary movie. Like, I thought it was really scary. And then I remember I went back and watched it, and I was like, this might be the worst, <laughs> most awful, non-scary. Uh, John Leguizamo plays like a mildly retarded dude that lives <laughs> under the stairs or something. It's, it's almost like... Uh, uh, what is it? It's like Bubble Boy meets a horror movie. Mm. It's super strange. But another one was Rambo Three in that part where he cauterizes his own wound. Mm-hmm. It's the only part of that movie I remember. It's so the it's only part of that brought... movie everyone remembers. Okay, so it's that's like an iconic scene. Yeah, or... I think a lot of people do like like mocked that scene. And I use iconic loosely, but <laughs> yeah. I mean that's a, that's one of the okay. Let me let me ask you. So I have, as you know, I've been sort of paring down my property here and because uh, eventually I'm going to have to put some stuff in storage and just a nightmare thinking about, you know, because I, as I'm going through stuff and getting ready to move and sell my house, I'm like, and, and people, 
probably most people have been through this, whether they moved out of an apartment, moved out of their parents' house. Most people have moved at some point. Mm-hmm. But I've been in this house for 10 years and I have two kids. So all that stuff like, you know, high chairs and car seats and all the kids' yeah. toys and stuff that you're like, well, we'll keep it because, you know, we might not have kids, but, you know, our we might have nieces, yeah. nephews and whatnot. So like I've said before, I've given you a lot of stuff. I've given other friends lots of stuff. But if my wife has her way every five years. I'll go through this. <laughs> well, the the... The biggest problem is like, you know, some of these car seats expire because the plastic supposedly wears from sitting in the sun. So I've heard that too, but come on, man. I look at it like this. Like I've heard before people argue like, oh, you know, it's it's illegal to buy car seats. It's illegal to sell car seats after expiration. Well, I will tell you that some people don't have car seats at all. So a car seat that's expired is still better than no car seat. So that that's that's my that's that's how but I'm coming plastic on that one. does what now? Well, they're just saying if it sits in the sun in your car, it will wear down, which makes sense. You know, eventually really? it gets pliable and 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 it can get like dry rotted or Dude, whatever. How much old crappy plastic stuff do you find laying around that's still, you know, crappy? My whole point is is that I'm going through stuff and I'm like, originally I. I've told you before, there was a time where I went through, I would grab like a garbage bag and I would say, hey, every week I'm going to fill a garbage bag full of stuff. And yeah, you've gone through a journey of, of decluttering your it, life. But it seems, you? it's like it's like putting sand in the water, you know, like it just, like especially yeah, with my yeah. tool bench and You're tools and in screws and nails and all this kind of stuff where my wife said, just throw it all away. And I'm like, listen, you can never throw screws, nails bolts yeah that stuff away because you never know when you're going to need one she's like yeah but you always just usually just go to the hardware and buy more i go that's just what people guys do i don't know when i was going to say people but that's probably not correct well that's my father-in-law's mantra too is he's always like keep these you never know what like it's 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 convenient to go to the garage and just grab the nail or screw that you need but it's like that happens once every year or two Mm -hmm. uh i'm going to ace hardware um 50 times a year anyway you know what i mean and, and and so it's almost like it's it's not a big deal to buy a box of screws for the job you need and then not have dude I have like eight milk jugs cut open oh, yeah. with like like screws and size. washers all kinds of stuff unless I, you're that super cool dude that has a little like library file pullouts mm, that have like the specific metric right. sizes and everything then that's pretty dope. I had one of those before and I just it I was too lazy to separate stuff so i eventually started throwing everything in those and I, and so it, it just it melted all defeated down. the point melt it all down and make weird art but i actually found you know what a plumb bob is i don't people don't Negative. use them anymore i think they just use laser levels but it, plumb bob is like it looks like an arrowhead and it's it's a heavy piece of uh of steel and it hangs on oh, like a sways. fishing line right and it, it sways, sways to yes. find make sure something is 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 plumb. plumb i didn't know it was called that but yeah i've seen those so i had one i was looking at it for like 15 minutes and i'm like man i is this a knife is this something you hold in your hand to strike somebody <laughs> with cuz you know i got a bunch of different stuff you never know yeah, everything you can kill anybody so my dad had anything given me a bunch of tools and things and a lot of times i never asked i just dumped them into my toolbox so i'm going through and i'm finding stuff and I'm like i never use this i don't know what this is and my wife's philosophy is like, if you haven't used it in two years, throw it away. But when it comes to tools, I, I would never do that. So let's not get crazy. Right, right. Um, it's like tools and musical instruments. I just keep collecting them. But I came across, this is, I'm going to focus on this. I came across a pair of hockey skates. And they were Ooh. they were brand new uh, when I was 15, 16 years old, something like that. I didn't like know that. you were a hockey dude. Back then. And like, so, I didn't know you played. Yeah, I did. Not oh, wow. like on a team, but I, we played pond hockey, you know, since I was a little skate. kid. That's yeah. cool. And so I had these skates. I finally got this great pair of skates and I sharpened. After the last time I used them, I sharpened them. I hung them up. And since I've known my wife, we might've went ice skating like twice. You brought your hockey skates to do that? Yeah. Better, I mean, I'm not going to buy any. I mean, I, I already guess. had skates. So yeah, like yeah. to me, I'm not going to do a, I don't know how to use a toe pick. So there's no. They're going to rent you figure skates. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, with that being said, she was like, Hey, we could throw these away. And my thing is, especially with these skates was like, I already have hockey skates. You remember that scene in fight club where he's like, Hey, if I ever needed a couch, I got that situation under control. Like yeah. one no matter time what purchase, happens, that couch situation is covered. That's where I'm going with this. So she was like going on and on about these skates. We never used them. We've had them for all these years. She's telling my mom, he's had these skates. We're having this argument. He's never used them. And I'm like, but I have skates. Like they're out of the way. I'm going to be carrying them to the storage unit or to the new house. And she finally convinced me to get rid of them. And I had, I don't know what you call that. Like I gave it to a buddy of mine who plays hockey. I have remorse 
the minute I gave it to him, and I'm still contemplating donators <laughs> remorse. Asking, yeah, donators remorse, asking for them back because I just after I, mean, I, I try to convince myself like, hey. I could use these at some point. Now, I have no plans on skating or playing hockey. That's or weird. I was just going to ask you if you wanted to go skating. No, I don't. I have no okay. interest. Well, then, but, yeah, good thing you got rid of them. But I feel like, you know, I'm never going to rollerblade again. So the rollerblades I have, those can go. But the ice skates, I feel like, you know, there are going to be those times where my daughter or somebody wants to go ice yeah, skating. Yeah, when your kids are teenagers. And these I mean, fit. You're they're my years now. So. They're perfect. They're sharpened. They had them all ready to go. They're in, Even like, if they're not sharpened, that's not, I mean... Well, I'm saying I just I put them away yeah. always in the, in the mindset of like these will be ready be when ready. I need them. Now, but bro, when you go through your problems big to small, that's pretty far down on the list, right? <laughs> Every problem to me is big. Like I figured she'd be complaining about heavy bags and whatnot well before that. Just, I think that there's because of there's the things size. that annoy her that I that she's seen me take from place to place because we've moved. She's several like you've times. never ice like, skated yeah, in front I, of me like, ever. I, right. So like, I don't even think you really can ice skate. Yeah, you brought them uh, and then you hung out at the like uh, snack. Well, I had bar. like six or seven hockey sticks in the garage, and she's like, "I've never seen you play hockey." Man, and I'm, I'm like, jealous. "Oh, I bought these things when I was a kid, and uh, you know, we're like 15, 16 years old or whatever." And they, why throw them away? I grew up in Hesville. Uh, it wasn't affluent enough. Like nobody, <laughs> I, we just dreamed about hockey and we well, talked about. I it. was like the you know the first Mighty Duck season where everybody like you know you, it was almost like prison where you had like old. Like uh, Sears catalogs taped to your chest yeah, as the yeah, goalie. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. I wasn't doing. Like anything. You were Omar about to get stabbed yeah. in, the, in the pokey. Yeah. Oh, indeed. Yeah. That's that's more like what I was doing. Yeah, District but in, Twelve, but in, not the Mighty Ducks. But in Hessville, in a sheltered existence, the closest I got to hockey was watching like Donald Duck cartoons where he would skate with his nephews. But with so so what I mean, you, I, you I came away, and now I, I, every day I sit here and I think about what could have been. Have you voiced these strong opinions? No, or? I'm going to keep it to myself. Almost like when I at, <laughs> at our at our event when I gave away the uh, the, the Daryl Strawberry talking baseball. Yeah, I hate to keep bringing it up because you know, I, I don't like want it band-aid. back. But you know, it's like just you think that, but then you have these memories. You know, where you were, where you go back and you're like. No, I don't have any memories with those skates. I don't even remember the last time. But I it's used like, it. but it's like you you have to have that decision almost made for you. So her stepping in and going, just do it. It's like, all right. That's almost the best way is to have her just do it while I'm at work. And yeah, not, but, but, I won't even realize until one day I'm like, hey, where did that go? And then she'll be like, I don't know, just buy a new one. But you know what? People <laughs> throw around the phrase "slippery slope." They throw that around a lot, and it's like, oh, hey. Like, uh, you know, you, you, you don't want to do that because you're on a very slippery slope. Um, but this is legit in that case. Because if it's like, hey, listen, you pretty much didn't want to do this, uh, but I'm telling you it's a really good idea. Just follow my lead. It doesn't matter about your emotional attachments. Just do what I'm requesting you to do. You go along that or with that. Uh, you follow that path. And now you're sort of doubting yourself a little bit. But when when you start going like ah, but you know what? She really had had, had the best uh, uh, solution in mind, and, and I guess it was okay. That my friend is a slippery slope because now it's roller skates. Next thing you know, it's going to be it like was not, it was ice skates. What did I say? Roller skates. Oh yeah, I didn't, want, I didn't want people to get the wrong idea. Right, right, right. right but right. but four wheels. I think the only reason I was really upset is because hockey skates are expensive. Skates are expensive. They're not like something you go and buy for like forty bucks. At least the ones these what, ones. What are hockey skates like? Just if you just bought I don't the know. CCMs, these were like these were like one hundred eighty bucks, bucks or, maybe. I don't okay, sixty bucks something like that. But I mean, and I spent that money. Well, actually, probably my parents did. But it starts with ago. ice skates, though. It starts with the hockey skates. The next thing you know, she's like, like, listen, you. She's gonna go, Ben. Okay, in your case, maybe. She'll probably still say, she'll go, Ben, we need a minivan. And you'll go, but I only have two kids. And she'll go, yeah, but still, slippery slope. Next thing you know, you're driving around in a Honda Odyssey with a dent in the back because of some shopping cart. And then uh, everyone's going, why do you have a minivan? You go, I don't know. And you try to explain it. And you don't have a good reason. And, and you know. But you still don't have skates. I'm just Look, telling you, slippery slope. I mean, that's hypothetical. Sold, she got, I'm just pulling that out of thin air. She convinced me to sell my paintball gun. And uh, the, you see? the paintballs that came with you it. See? Now, here's the thing with that, though. I bought it. A buddy of mine was like, dude, I got a paintball gun. You should buy a paintball gun. And this was in 2003. He was, you should get a paintball gun. We should start paintballing. I'm like, all right, cool. Sounds sweet. We yeah. went to Warp Sports in Miraville. I He convinced me to buy a paintball gun. And <laughs> really, the, big one, the, whole, the whole reason we were there, gun. I find out later, is because he, I think he was hitting on the girl who worked there. So he wanted an what? excuse for us to go there. I bought it. Because he, he's like, oh, yeah, buy this, buy this, buy this. 
He we never played paintball. In fact, within that week, I said, "Hey, we're we gonna play paintball." He goes, "Oh, actually, my paintball stuff's at a buddy's house. I love it. I lent it to him. Let me get." He with goes him. in there the next week and he's like, "Tiff, I've thrown a lot of money your way. <laughs> Probably, I've brought a lot of. Am I, correct me if I'm wrong. Did I not bring Dave in last week? And he threw a lot of cash at you. So I, I don't know. I probably paid, I don't know, two couple hundred bucks. Maybe like the least bucks. you could do is go to Monster, Monster Junction. And I shot. I had one tank filled up that came with it. All right, okay. uh, and I shot that tank. And from 2003, and at that day when I bought it, mm-hmm. I never shot it again. And it's been sitting in my garage. So I am addicted to these. And I think I told you this before, these uh, on Facebook, these uh, thrift shop Facebook web- websites. Yeah, I wish I had access Dude, to I've them. I've been doing all kind of backdoor, back parking lot, alley, hand-to-hands. It's been crazy. How's it? Yeah, like I hand had. Hand-to-hand. Yeah, hand-to-hand. Okay. I met at the White Castle at uh, 45th and Calumet to sell my paintball gun, and I had to give the description of my like we the dude called me on Facebook. There's like a, a application where you can actually call through you, Facebook. You should sell a bunch of stuff to my buddy Carl. <laughs> or crawl. You should go. Hey Carl, I got Louis C.K. tickets. And then when he shows up, just like give him <laughs> paintball gun. Be like, this is six thousand dollars. <laughs> well, the, the dude came up there, like we agreed, and he's like, "Hey, I'm coming from here. Here's what I'm driving. Here's what I'm driving." I met this dude, car, to, you know, car door to car door. He gets out, I get out. He oh, pulls pulled up like like cops. Oh yeah, he pulls out well, he, cops and or drug dealers. He okay. pulled out a lot of you know fifties uh, and twenties, and and uh, I I sold it to him for forty bucks, and he goes he goes, "Oh, uh, I was actually gonna 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 try to last minute you and, and give you thirty for it, but I I don't have any ten, so you know." That's the way deal, like the thrift shop, man, you never know what's going to happen. You hear people, not yeah, just man. thrift shop, but all these kind of things where people are getting mugged and robbed and all this kind of yeah. stuff. So you got to put yourself in a situation where you park near a video camera. You never bring these people to your house. That's, well, it's that's, funny. that's step one. Didn't I tell you that one time about how my uh, my wife arranged through this thrift shop thing to buy like a an Elsa castle, like a frozen mm. castle. And... Uh, she had talked this woman down to I think forty bucks or something like that, and it was originally like I don't know eighty or hundred whatever. Uh, so, her and this other girl have gone back and forth. They've 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 haggled prices uh, to and fro a couple times. I think they finally decided forty is the least I can do. But that was them. So when the husbands get involved, I go to pick it up. He's yeah, giving it to me, <laughs> and I just show up and he goes, I don't know. I think it was like twenty or something. And I go, yeah, I don't know either. So I give him twenty bucks and I came back. My wife was ecstatic that somehow I saved twenty dollars just because I'm principal. Because she's like, I this girl was like bite you know a tooth and nail like fighting me for every dollar. So she probably came home and like you know like uh, bitch slapped her husband. Like how well, dare you? I had to laugh because at the same time as I'm doing that deal, I I had a, a forty foot aluminum extending ladder that was just an old piece of crap my dad gave me because he didn't want it in his garage anymore. And he's like, hey, you never know when you're gonna need a ladder. And really yeah. he just wanted to store it here in case he needed it, but he didn't want it. I hear that so much. So he brings it over, he, you know, years ago, drops it at my house. I'm cleaning out the garage. I'm like, I've never used this thing. It can't support my weight. It doesn't, you know, usually they have the the rope so you can pull it and extend the ladder. It has sure. like a pulley system yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't even have that. It's rusty. It's just a piece of crap. <laughs> you just have to be super tall and so just I, keep pushing it. <laughs> I threw the I threw it out on my front lawn, like by where the you know, for the trash. Yeah. And then I took a picture of it and I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna see what happens. I put it on on uh, one of these thrift shop websites. Immediately a guy hits me up, a, a Mexican gentleman, and in Spanish he he calls me on the Facebook thing and he starts speaking to me in Spanish. I'm like, I don't speak Spanish. Oh, that's where I come in. Sir. So I used the I went back and I used Google Translate and I just okay. told him, Hey, here's the information. The the guy was at my house twenty minutes later and now I had put it up for fifteen dollars. But when he got there, I forgot and he goes, Hey, how much? He goes, How much do you want? And I well, said, he said oh. cueste, I, I go twenty. And he goes, 20? Like he was looking at me all confused. And I go, yeah. And he goes, all right. And he just gives me a 20. And I go, look. And it was, I actually had listed it for 15. You so. got $5 more? Yeah, right. Even though, that's wow. Right. I think he was just like, I have, I'm confused by what's going on. Maybe there was something lost in translation. Yeah. But now he has the ladder. Like, and you know gay? what? And you were like, gay? One man's trash, another man's treasure. I couldn't do anything with it. But yeah, I, can't, well, I turned it. He's I turned used it into to that kind quick. of ladder. And to him, he's like, "Yo, I can use this every day." Oh, he that's... could probably put a fix the pulley system and be good to go. I'm, I'm just not going to do that. Right. So good I've gotten so I sold some stuff today. Uh, I've gotten so addicted to this. What? So oh, yeah. you've gone past the uh, purging stage, or I guess you're still well, going I'm through ta- it. Yeah, but. but I'm taking the time out to once I find something good. So this is I'm gonna I'm gonna take you down another uh, another alley here. So on a side story to that. My daughter, actually, my son had you know the uh, like their power the power wheels, 
The little yeah. things you can get in, like the Jeeps or whatever. Yeah, I've made it this far without ever purchasing I bought them. my son the a yellow H2. That's like a common one that you see, but it's not okay. It's not Power Wheels. It's Little Tykes, okay? Yeah. And I got it at Meijer, and it was a couple hundred bucks. Short for Little Tykes. Right. Okay. And so I I might actually be Little Tykes. I just call it Little Tykes. <laughs> whatever it is. You're like Little Wayne. But... um. After, as my son got older, he still, when he was too big to ride it, and my daughter was just getting old enough to ride it, he would drive her around in it. Well, it broke the, the tires are plastic. And again, because it got mm-hmm. sun beaten, uh-huh. it split one of the tires in two. Oh. So I've been on the internet like crazy trying to find somebody who has replacement parts for that. Well, they don't make, they, you know, they've moved on and they've, they've gotten better and they have different models and yeah. they've got different sizes. And I could not find a wheel for this thing. I call it, I guess it's not a tire because it's not rubber. It's a hard plastic wheel, right? Forever. So I've been driving around. I've been thinking, like, how am I going to do this? I'm not throwing the thing away. My daughter wants to ride it. She was like, oh, I'll have the pink Barbie one. I'm like, no, you could also drive this one. I'm not buying another one. It's so funny how everything seems like junk when it's not yours. Like, I hear you describing it. And I'm like, this is like a... Like a like a wheel, you know what I mean? To me, I'm right. like, it, all it takes is one crack, and I'm like, yeah, just toss it. Well, but if it was mine, I initially spent like 200 bucks. I would probably be doing this. This is the new you. me. So today, have you ever seen the movie My Bodyguard? Um, not Kevin Costner. No, not that one. No, My Bodyguard. That's the bodyguard. Okay, the one with Whitney Houston. Then no, that's that's the one with Kevin Costner. Okay, okay, all right. Okay, My Bodyguard has uh, Matt Dillon in it. It's got the guy who played Animal Mother in... Is this uh, an 80s movie? Yeah. Son of a bitch. So what, basically what happens is this kid moves to uh, to the city. He starts going to a city school, and he gets picked on by some bullies. Matt uh, Matt Dillon's one of the, uh, like a bully in the, in the school. What? And uh, he's got slick back hair, and he's like you know, one of the, the, the hoods. Mac and me. I almost so thought you were going that way. he ends up hooking up with the guy who played... I always forget his name. Adam something or other. He, he was in that movie. Uh, he was in Full Metal Jacket. He played Animal Mother. If you remember in the second half, the part that I say cr- sucks about mm-hmm. where, where it goes awry, he's he's a big dude. Okay. So anyway, he hooks up with that guy and says like, "Hey, I I will do whatever it takes, but I need you to be my bodyguard." Is this worthy of a hey my classic? It's I... great. It's one okay, of my favorite so should... movies. It's a good. It's a legit good movie because right. it's it's not. It's, I don't know if you goofed on it, it might break my heart. <laughs> so. He basically, this guy's story is he's trying to, re- like, repair a motorcycle. There's, like, a subplot, right? Okay. The, 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 his bodyguard. Okay. The bodyguard's real standoffish. There's some other things I don't want to ruin about the movie. But anyway, they go, and day after day, week after week, he's looking for this one part that will fix his motorcycle for this, like, crazy motorcycle he has, and it's very uncommon. And they go to the junkyard, and they find it. They finally find this one part, and then they ride through the city, the bodyguard on the front, the nerd on the back, and they're playing some Dan Fogelberg in the background, and, and they're just okay. the wind's blowing through their hair. It's not a comedy. They, no. Okay. And uh, today in a trash, in somebody's trash, <laughs> I found a yellow Little Tykes H2. Same year, get same out. make, same model. I told my son, I said, get out of the car, walk up there and scope that thing out, see if it looks the same. See if it, it even had a working radio. So I was oh like, oh, God. I go grab it. So he, it's a couple blocks from our house. He's running at home on the side of my, like, while I'm driving next to him. And I'm like, dude. Cause he it, rode it home? No, because it didn't have a, its battery was broken. I, okay. yanked, I yanked the battery so out of the hood, running, threw just, it on the ground. Just, like, he was running and pushing. It? No, it's way heavy. It's, a you know, one of these giant cars. Okay, yeah, so he's, I, like, stay, holding the steering wheel running stock, next to it. Don't go past power wheels. You know what I mean? Well, it's, you don't know what a power wheels is? Yeah, yeah. So he's running next to it, and he's holding the steering wheel trying to steer it. You know, in new, it's basically in neutral. It's like you you get in it yourself. Okay. You, you know you don't. Know I'm a little wheels. bit lost as far as is is this thing big enough for him to sit in? Is yeah. he like skeeching right now? No, no. You could sit in it. It has a battery in it. You drive it around like a car, like okay. a bigfoot truck. Okay. But I mean, it's like as big as this table we're sitting at. Okay. And All so right. my so five year old is going to eventually drive this thing around. Your son can fit in it, and he's but it doesn't have a battery at this point, so he's just pushing it. So he can't push it from behind because you'd have to steer the wheel, and it, otherwise, okay. So, so he's, he's on running the side, just pushing the it. same way. If your car died, you would be with the front door open, okay. holding the steering wheel and pushing your car. Okay, I so think he, that makes sense. I just need to. He I gets it all the way home, it. and man, I'm in the garage, and immediately I'm I'm taking the tires apart. I pull ours out. You jack that thing up, oh, and you're man, removing the wheel. I, I put that thing together, and I had my daughter come out. We did a. And all is well. I mean, it, it fits all is well, fine. man. This thing was a couple hundred. Now what I'm going to do is see. This is the new me. 
part of the fact, you know, my dad passing away completely liberated and changed me into the person I am now. Because I'm telling you, dude. I'm telling you. I am going to part out this, the rest of the card. You're going to sell this on Facebook for Probably eBay or something like that. Who's looking for like a rear bumper on, on a power wheel? I couldn't Nave, find no the tights. tire for four years. Now I got three extras. There's some other bloke is in your spot. It's got to be. Yeah. And you know, it has a you know ele- gearbox, electric gearbox. It's got all you know a bunch okay. of different maybe stuff. Maybe even you know, battery's dead, but maybe I'm dead. I mean, just the the actual. How about interior seating? Yeah, it's got a, it's got a bench seat, steering wheel. It's got all that. Has a windshield holding up. I mean, it's plastic, so it's good. Okay. It's a little weather beaten, as all I've right. said. All right. But plastic uh, can I just expire. want you to know that I am now pulling trash out of people. <laughs> Welcome to dude, welcome to my world. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, I love it. I'm loving I it, dude. To. I feel so great. Now I do it because my wife asked me to. We do the same thing. Well, because well, well, my wife was furniture. telling me, she's like, dude, throw that thing away. We're not taking it. It doesn't work. It hasn't worked in years. And every time I look at it, it's like the bane of my existence. I look at it and I get so angry because I'm like, why can't I just order it online? A tire. Right. A, we, a wheel for this thing. Well, a lot of times those now kids, I got those, four. A lot of times those kids things though are like you put them on once and they don't come off. They're like they snap on. And yeah, to that's remove how this them, one was, but I mean, I, like I made to it remove work. them, you ruin it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Something like that. So yeah, that's kind of how this one was. But I, I made it work. Did you figure it out? Yeah, I did that to a wagon. Somebody like gave me a wagon. They don't you feel so accomplished? Oh no, I screwed it up. <laughs> yeah, no, somebody gave me a wagon. They won in a, in a raffle, <laughs> and I like hurriedly. Uh, uh, quickly put it together in my basement, and I just wanted to slap it together so fast because I was so proud of getting this thing that uh, I put it on backwards. So now it turns strange, like it's pivoted. still works. So I oh. really do need to um, also dumpster dive and find two better wheels for my little uh, what do you call it, little radio flyer. I mean, I got a buddy of mine goes on these you know Craigslist or whatever, and he's he's pretty handy. He bought like three or four snowblowers off a guy that were like, you know, they were just old crappy ones and mm-hmm. he rehabbed them and turned around and sold them for double for each one. The problem, dude, the problem with that kind of stuff is I think about that a lot, a lot too. And I also think about it in regards to woodworking. Like every time I see something that's made well, um, that's quality made out of wood and stained and sanded to perfection. Every time I go, I go, yeah, I would love to do that. That'd be awesome. Like I want to be that dude that has the, uh, the radial arm saw and the drill press and everything set up and, and all these clamps and glue. Right. And I want to go out in my garage and I want to uh, uh, rock whatever 80s set list you've inspired me to listen to. And I want to sit there and I want to sand and groove and uh, and uh, and route to perfection. And I go, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make kids toys. I'm gonna make a custom. I'm a custom uh, for my kids. A not bit like of a just like goal. not like a, like a like a lemonade stand. <laughs> like hey kid, like a. Like hey, I know I know I'm the guy down the street. I'm a little weird. Uh, however, I do. I don't know. You can come to my garage and pick something out for yourself. <laughs> I know because I'm new at it. So I just basically started making those little triangle things with holes in them, like <laughs> a cracker barrel. Yeah, with the golf tees. So what I'm doing is I'm woodworking. How would? Uh, yeah, you should probably tell your mom you're buying this. So how would you like to buy one of these? But no, I I always have this 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 image of me going out there and possibly. If I if I ascend to my dreams, have a wood burning stove out there, so it's warm, but I don't, but not with like gas. It's got to mm. be wood burning because I don't know why it just does. I need to have that. I need to make these toys, and I go, it's gonna be awesome. And then I'll evolve to like I said, benches, whatnot, doing all this cool shit with wood. And then you don't want to then go to the lamp with the Dr Pepper can. <laughs> no, it's too much. Too much, too much aluminum involved. But <laughs> I'm like, not, I'm not adding electric. Let's no, just do no, 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 woodworking. No. But no, I do like I. I think like this is because because I'm so ADD, as is documented in my one man podcast. Um, that I think if I just Iconic. if I if I just sit here and I work on this one project, it'll be so great, and at the end it'll look great, and everybody will go, oh, I can't believe you had time to do that, and I'll go, Yeah, dude, I got tons of you know what I mean. That's what I do. Like, I it's, my, time. it's my passion. Like it's. Of course, like yeah, I gave it sixteen coats of stain uh, because I care that much. It's linseed oil. But then what happens is like I buy the woodworking book, and then it sits there, and I go, yeah, dude. But the game is on, and I got stuff to do, and I'm in a band, and I do a podcast, and I'm working, and I just never. So, so to to bring it full circle to your guy with the snow blowers and whatnot, I dream about doing that. But in order to do that, you have to just not have other stuff to do. Well, or at least not even like TV. I'm glad you brought that up because I have the perfect guy 
Uh, and I, I started telling you about it last week after we were podcasting. No, dude, um, I'm 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 already like into chicks and married and all that. This guy, no, you you never met a guy like this. So all right, so all right I'm I, I, I had I had I have a vinyl fence, and because of the way my backyard is set up, we get like these gusts of wind from uh, west to east at some point, and they take my vinyl fence. If it's not shut, it's it swings it so violently. It cracks, you know, it breaks the vinyl fence oh, gate. Oh, yeah. Do you have a saggy fence or something? How did I know about that? I don't know. Did you post that on something? Maybe. Some yeah, yeah. No, I no. I put some, like I picture, I, I, so I, I put a picture of the guy fixing it. Yeah. So the fence was sagging as well, but it also cracked off the, I had to, the wind came and broke off the latch. So anyway, my mom, who's a real estate agent, said, hey, I know a guy that I work with that, you know, when I'm selling houses and people, you know, have inspections and they need things fixed after the inspection. This is the guy we call. Give him a give him a ring. So I call this guy. And, and let's call him for, for the argument's sake, uh, Bert. So I call Bert and I say, hey, this is who I am. Good. My mom told me to give you a call. And the guy's like, well, who's your mom? And I told my mom, he goes, I don't know that person. And I what? go, well, she called you. Another, my mom maybe called another lady who you work with, who's also a realist. Oh yeah. First of yeah. all, I'm not going to have your mom talk well, about this way. Well, this, this he, not, he, not on he, my podcast. He, he kind of gave me the third degree a little bit, and he goes, "Well, what can I help you with?" And I said, "Well, I have a, a fence that needs to be fixed." And he goes, "I don't. I'm not doing. I don't do that." And I go, "Okay, right. I, I, I must have got the wrong person." And he goes, yeah. "Well, hold on. What kind of fence?" And I'm I go, well, "It's a vinyl fence." And he goes, "Oh, uh, hold on a second. He goes, "I'll put you through it." I got. He goes, "I got a guy right here." He goes, you, you want me, you want to talk to a guy? I go, what? yeah, I'll talk to a guy. This guy gets on the phone, and he's full of life, man. This, this guy, Chaz, and he goes, hey, what's going on? Where are you at? And I tell him, well, here's where I'm at. Here's my address. He goes, I'll be there in 10 minutes. Now, I don't know where they're at. I have no idea where uh, they're coming from. This guy shows at my house, up at my house like a tornado of awesomeness. He is, I don't even know how to explain like, what this he's guy's all about. a rare gem of a man. Dude, this guy shows up, and I t- the fence company told me, <laughs> In order for them to fix my gate, they would cost $500 to put a new upright on and a new latch. And they said, well, the problem is, is when you buy the hardware package, you, even to get that one piece, you have to buy the whole package. They don't sell it in parts, so it's, it costs a lot. And I go, well, I still have the, the latch. I just need the new vinyl piece. Would you? I already have that, too. I bought it at Menards for 30 bucks, And they're like, yeah, 450 then. And I'm like, no, not half. This guy comes over. He goes, he look, takes a look at it. He goes, what do you want done with this? I said, this, this. And he goes, also, your fence is sagging. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put a piece of metal there. I'm going to eye bolt it into the side of your garage. It's going to look great. I'll come back with some touch-up paint. 60 bucks. I go, dude, 60 bucks? You got the job. So he shows up the next day and radio blasting some journey, you know, some old classic oh, rock. you better Top of the it. line, dude. Yeah. He's got a car. going to be yes. He's got a dolly. Now, anybody who's following me on Snapchat knows exactly what I'm talking about because I Snapchatted pretty much my all my encounters with this guy. It shows so you Dave, and, I, Dave and, um, I, and my interaction throughout the week. <laughs> it shows you how like out of the loop I am. Well, so he shows up and he does the gate. And while he's out, he's telling me all these stories. This guy's got stories about everything. He told me about his childhood. He told me about his dad. He told me about growing up he just and he's he's just got this huge personality and you can't get away from him like, i just love fences so he's working outside so i come inside and i'm like i really don't have to engage with this guy because i could just pretend like i'm inside you know doing whatever and i'm busy doing another manly saying, project are you saying that small feet came with like addendums yeah yeah, but the but other you gotta, part of this, you got to kick it with them. So. Well, the thing is, is you don't want another manly dude who can do a lot of stuff coming to your house while you, and, and looking through your window while you're flipping through the TV. Even he's only paying sixty. Or, dude, you know, it's all I've been doing bucks. since I was nineteen years old. I can't do that anymore. It's terrible. So I feel, yeah, and I, I feel. Why do you think humiliated. I've ever fixed any house I have? It's all based. Plus, I never met this guy before, and my garage has to be open in order for him to get to the electric. I so like I'm the like, fact that you're operating on shame, like I do. That's good. That's good for your spirit. So because my... Well, hold on. Don't get ahead of yourself. Because my garage door is open, this guy has access to everything in my garage. So to me, I'm like, I don't know this guy. I'm sort of going to stay close and keep on popping in on him, make sure he doesn't take anything. I don't know. Seems like a great guy. Now, would you do this with a pro? Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say he's not a pro, but like, like, 
whoever like like if to... somebody came in a truck that said like Johnson and Johnson uh, Fence Company, like yeah, yeah, like anybody. Acme Fence Co. Dude, it's my house. I'm I'm paranoid about everyone when it comes to my okay. house. So no. So okay. I continue to go out there and check, like quote unquote, check on the guy, which he doesn't need to be checked on. He's doing. He's working at his own pace. And every time I do, I get engaged in a crazy conversation with this guy. He's telling me about his car back in high school. He lived over in uh, Canaryville by uh, White Sox Park. And his car got, he went to Rick Benny's for lunch one day and his car got stolen. And um, he was, he was upset, but he was more upset because he had gone to a Bob Seger concert and he had two Bob Seger shirts and they burned his car and they didn't even have the, they they didn't even have the good sense to remove the Bob's, to steal the Bob Seger shirts and put them to good use. Because you can only get them on that tour. Right. Yeah. So. This is the kind of conversations we're having. This guy has done every job in the world. Just like, just great. So uh, after he's done with that job, I go, well, hey, you know, remember I told you this whole thing where I was working underneath my sink and I busted the, the valve? Well, since that time, because I was herking and jerking behind the, you know, with all the, all those valves, now there's water dripping behind the wall into my basement. Just a little, a little. Every time the dishwasher comes on and pushes a lot of pressure, wasn't that the initial issue? No, the initial issue was I was just changing the uh, the faucet, so there, I didn't have an issue. But because I was pulling on stuff and cranking on stuff like a like a you know like an animal, um, I damaged a pipe behind the wall, and it was it just had like a slow leak. But again, I'm selling my house, and I'm going to have an inspector in here, and that's not going to pass. They're going to see this. So he comes in. He goes, right, let me take a look at it. Now I got to bring this guy in my house, right? So now I'm like, now we're on a different, we're on a different. I hope level. you love this new house because, like, this just all the battles. So, so he comes in and he looks. I, I go, yeah, here's the sink, and he looks at it. Now he didn't go underneath, didn't open up, take a look at. Now there's a wall there anyway, so you can't really see behind it. He goes, all right, yeah, I'll do it. Bucks, bucks. I go, you didn't see the job yet. He goes, nah. He goes, it's no big. He went in the basement and he saw the pipe and he goes, eh, it's not a big deal. He goes, yeah. He goes, probably get behind there, just tighten something up a little bit, be good to go. So I go, uh, all right, well, okay. I go, when can you start? He goes, well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a saw. I'm going to cut in there, right? I'm going to cut this area out, get behind there, take a look at it. Then I'm going to come in there with some other, uh, some wood, some thin wood. He goes, I saw up in the garage attic, you had some old, uh, uh vine or, or uh, bifold doors, wood bifold doors. He goes, I'm going to skin those and use that skin as the back plate to, to make a nice, what yeah. dude. So he's looking and I'm thinking for my, I'm like, what's this guy looking around my garage? Cause everything but anyway, sees is a potential, uh, yes. So he's telling me all this stuff Facebook and right away. I'm like, shop. dude, I gotta, you know, I'm believing this guy. He's selling himself. I, 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 100%, especially for 60 bucks. So he decides he's going to come back on Saturday. Again, sight unseen. And I've told you before, in my experience, when you're dealing with plumbing, you're going to always, it's going to be way worse than you think it is. It is never not. So he gets there, he gets here and he saws all the wall away or the back of the cabinet away, he gets in the wall and he's looking at it. He goes, oh, Dave, this is, this is way worse than I thought it was going to be, bud. He goes, when you're using PVC, um, they don't have nothing, nothing screws together except for the, uh, the clean outs. He goes, everything else is glued. Mm-hmm. So he goes, you can't tighten anything. No. He goes, I didn't know it was behind the wall. This is what we're dealing with. So he goes, we're going to have to cut this length. We're going to have to, now I don't know anything. I'm just like, okay, if you say that's what's going to have to happen. And I'm thinking, I hope you're right because now you've cut into my wall. My wife's going to freak out. Mm. I've sold her on that. You know what you're doing. But just just to just to uh, clean up a few odds and ends, yeah. the, the fence ended up fine then. Perfect. So when he was done, you, you, no beautiful sag thing. and yeah, okay, no, great. So he, this guy's, you've got he, some credibility. You got some credibility. Built up. So a couple things happen. Nine hours later, we're still working on it, uh, and <laughs> doesn't sound so it, it's easy. just because well, he has to go back to the store three or four different times because we're running into more issues and uh, buying more lengths of pipe been, and been more. There, you know, that, yeah. And uh, I couldn't. I couldn't. It's funny because originally he goes. Uh, Hey, if you want to just run up there with me, because um, I had to pay for the material. He and goes you, that way. This guy initially, you met him through your mom's recommendation. Yeah, of a guy that she you. didn't really know, but someone else had told her was so. Good. So far, um, dude, this is a home we're run. We're calling can, him. His name is Chaz. Oh, okay, yeah, That's okay. His name. So, okay, so far, yeah. So, so Chaz is just so, a recommendation, right? Of a recommendation, recommendation from a recommendation. He's so just he, Chaz. He goes, hey. Let's jump in the car and we'll go to the place and that way you can I don't have you don't have to give me any money. I don't have to touch your money like whatever. It, yeah. And I said, "Well, I got my 5-year-old and my 12-year-old here. I can't leave them here alone." And he goes, "Okay. Well, cool." He goes, "I'll keep on working. If you just want to head up there and get the stuff, I'll write a list on." I go, "I'm also not leaving you in my house." 
Uh, and he goes, oh, yeah, uh, okay. He goes, uh, come on. It's he goes, well, if you, he goes, ain't a big deal. I like kids. We could all go. And I go, no, that's that's not happening either. I go, Why? You're, you're, you can't just bring Chaz along with I, you. I, you guys can stop let me tell lunch. You. Make well, it. A I'll thing. get there. So anyway, he goes and gets the stuff. <laughs> And uh, we're we, we're all the way back now. We run this pipe all the way back to where the ejector pump is. So I, if you're if you're familiar, you have most people have a sump pump. If you have a sub basement, right? You have a sump pump, and then you have an ejector pump, which moves wastewater. You know what I mean? There's there's the wastewater hole and the sump hole. Right. So when you go to the bathroom, your like thick hard sewage. Are you listening, okay, ladies? That goes out to the street. Right, it moves okay. down a pipe and shoots out to the street. All the waste water, though, goes into this into your sewer pit and then moves out through the ejector pump out to the street this as well. This is new to me, yeah. So, uh, we undo. We have to undo it in order to fix this length of pipe, and it's it's pitched at like a you know an angle going down because that's obviously the way it's going to tra- gravity going to make yeah. it travel. Yeah. So he he's like, hey, g- give me a piece of rope and we'll tie it up. <laughs> now, just to me- just to let you know, I'm working this entire job with him because it's I'm paying him so little. I'm like, dude, I'll be this. I want this guy to teach me anyway. Whatever. Self per hour at this at this point. I'm paying myself in stories like, and experiences. Your soul, your soul. It's amazing. The whole okay. time is great. I'm okay. laughing. I'm having a great time. Okay. So we tie this this thing up to the ceiling. And he's downstairs, and I hear him. The whatever he, t- however he tied it off, must have come loose, because he says he, I, I hear him yelling. I come downstairs, and he said, huh. "One drip of wastewater." He saw it come to the end of the pipe, and he goes, "Oh no!" And it, as he says it, it, goes right into his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well. Oh, so we're having a great laugh. So then he tells me, he says, "Hey, fill up the, your sink basins because I need all the pressure I can possibly have coming through these pipes when I pull the, uh, you know, the." Uh, the little baskets out that hold the water in your sink because you want to see the most amount of pressure coming through to see if these pipes hold the glues hold everything's good well as i'm doing that one didn't seat right and he hasn't made the final connection yet and he's like i'm getting a shower down here it's literally coming off the pipe so this this guy is he so he's just getting lambasted with all it's almost waste. like his national lampoon uh you know movie for him but he's great sport. Great Best sport. dollars he ever made. So after the whole job was said and done, I said, hey, you know, obviously we agreed upon you. You threw that number out. I go, what yeah. are you thinking now? And he goes, he's like, do you think, do you think you're worth more than two seventy five an hour at this point? And he goes, uh, you know what, man, I feel terrible. You know, give me, I don't So I ended up, I ended up giving him, I, I ended up giving him more than that. I, uh, I took it. care of him, but. Uh, He's like, yeah, dude, this, this thing cost me like all day. This and guy, gonna be two this hours. guy had, I would now let him babysit my children. I'm, I'm thinking. I think Chaz sounds like a dude. I, mean, I stand up guy. I will tell anybody. I will, I will put his number up on Twitter and I will put his number up on Facebook. And if you hire him, you better tell us how. It if works. you hire this guy, I guarantee not only I guarantee you quality, excellent work. With some excellent stories and just a, a great dude. In fact, he sent me a text today wishing me a happy Easter. Well, Chaz sounds like the kind of guy who initially I was saying like I don't understand, but like he's not the guy who takes like pleasure in solving problems. Oh that, yeah, you know what I mean. Like there, like when you said immediately, he like when you described him immediately on the phone, like this guy's full of life. Like like what do you got? What can I tackle? You or I would go like, Ugh, what do you? What do you got? Like, what, like, because I, I just thought it was gonna. He was gonna be a, a lot to deal with, but he ended up like at the end of the day when I was out there talking to him, and I after after he left, I thought I gained so much experience because, and I told him, I said, "Here's the thing: what you did, I will never hire someone to do this kind of plumbing again because now I know how to do it. If my old man would have tried you to show me how to do it, how. if my I'm telling you, it wasn't that big of a deal. Mm. If my old man would have tried to show me, I had just such an aversion to listening to him. Because mm. we just were so much alike that we, I, I couldn't do it. Yeah. Now I wish I did, but right. Because this person is not my dad, and you know, we just right away we hear his that kind of personality where it's almost like your old buddies. Like uh, I was busting his balls all day long, and he was he was game for it. Chaz. So yeah, Chaz, great guy. Uh, so I, I'm going to put his information out there, but he he did it. He did uh, he did a fabulous job, and he ended up using a piece of masonite. And he cut two pieces. He measured all the stuff underneath my thing, cut two pieces, and then like jigsawed it out, and then slid the two pieces together. So you can't even tell there was anything behind the wall, the cabinet in behind my sink. Like it's a perfect puzzle piece matchup. <clears throat> Could have never done it. And I told him during this conversation, I said, you know, it really 
irritates me to no end or makes me feel like less of a man to stand by and watch another man do a job that I could have been doing myself makes me feel lazy, makes me feel worthless. Yeah. However, I couldn't have done what you did. Now I think I could because you basically, I, I was standing there handing him the tools and doing all the stuff. And I saw exactly why he did. And he explained to me why he did. Now, if you hire him, he does not require you to stand over him or even help him. I like the dude's personality you and I enjoyed his, I enjoyed being around him. Compelled so. to do so. Yeah, yeah, he ain't gonna have a problem with it, I'll tell you. I'll right. tell, you know, for sure. Well, some people just really, really are like that. Like my wife hired this, this guy that I guess we, we actually went to high school with him. She hired him to do some masonry work at our place, some some brickwork and stuff like that. We had some old things under the um, stairs. And uh, this this is one of those, kind of like what you said, but this guy's really, I mean, he's really, really got his stuff together. Like, he has his own business. He works in in the city as well. But it's, it's so funny. He delights in this stuff so much that, like, he's explaining to me, he's like, well, you see, like, when, when, when the wind comes, it puts stress on the joints. And he's explaining to me all these intricacies of, of masonry that... I don't necessarily want or need need to know, <laughs> but I'm like, you're here, you're doing this at a good price, so I should I should uh, be a good sport and listen. However, this dude is, we're talking about guys who tackle these problems with with uh, a bit of a like glee and like mm. like delight in solving uh, the issue at hand. This this dude is one step further. He's like uh, like have you ever seen Just Friends with Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, I probably talked about yeah. it before. Remember how uh, I, f- I forget uh, Chris Klein's character? Yeah, I think it's Chris Klein, but he's the guy who's like he's a he's a paramedic. He right. plays guitar yeah. amazingly. He does charity work. This it's dude, a renaissance man. This dude shows up to the house and he goes, "Hey man, I'm sorry, I had to bring my fiance. Is that okay? Not to do the job to to bid and just look right. at it and tell us." And we're like, "Yeah, sure, no problem. Come on in." And then we came in, and I was like, so you brought your fiance? And he goes, yeah, we, we – and this guy, dude, by the way, he works all week like crazy, and then side jobs on Saturday. Well, this is Sunday. He goes, well, we're doing some charity work, man. And he goes, and I just couldn't – I couldn't – I didn't have time to drop her off from charity work and come here to check out your house for free, mind you. So I'm like, all right, no no, no problem. So he's like, between my 8,000 hours a week at work and, and all the charity stuff, we'll stop by real quick. And and he ends up looking at the problem also, and uh, and and telling me how to fix it. Now, anytime you want, you start the problem. You, you, I have to dig uh, around the base of my house for a water <laughs> issue. He's like he's like you start digging, and just call me and I'll come by and I'll get in there and do like the masonry work. And I was like, well, what's a good day? He goes, dude, you just you start digging, call me. A guy who's super busy. He goes, you just start digging and call me, and 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 I'll be there to fix it. Between my charity work, my fiance, uh, my job in the God, city. Are you a loser. It's, no, it's crazy. So he. <laughs> no, I, I meant you. You compared mean. to him. Yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> That's the whole point of all this. Right. And she's like, oh, this guy went to school with him. So same basic setup and education, except for he's out doing uh, charity work and fixing my house uh, because he feels sorry. For I me. can't speak to what Chaz does when he's not here, but I'll charity tell you what. Work. I'll tell you what. This guy. Just the way he thinks about things, like you said, like problem solving, like where he's like, oh, well, you know, he'll sit there and look at it for a minute and be like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, let me go home. I got some stuff and he'll take, I gave him a bunch of stuff out of my garage. I was like, hey, take this, take that, you know, stuff you might be able to use on other jobs and yeah. gladly, you know, and I said, hey man, uh, I got all this old ass paint that I can't get rid of. He's like, I'll take it. I'll get rid of it for you. I was like, nah, I ended up not giving it to him, but like, he's such a good dude that like, I just, I, I want everyone to experience uh, what this guy brings to the table. So it's to amazing. put a bow on it all though, how, I guess maybe the question might be to make yourself a better person. How do you change the mindset from this is a burden? This is work. This is awful. I don't want to have to do this. Why me? Why me? How do you change your mindset from that to, okay, how do we tackle this? And this could be fun. You know, you know what I mean? Well, I, I, again, man, I know I said like, Hey, I could do this job without you, but I enjoy, I like, I almost would, would be like, Hey, if you ever got anything, if I got some free time and you're doing a job, uh, I'll come help you. You'll help them <laughs> yeah. Out. Because it's, it wasn't about doing the job. It was about the opportunity to, I guess you find some people in this world that are just interesting people. They've lived life in a way that you could not even begin to imagine. They've had experiences that you you know, are, are so foreign to what, what your life has been. And, and what's the age range for a, for a Chaz? Mm, 
I'd say he's uh, 50s, mid-50s. Okay. Yeah, he's a young How man. do you think his online persona is? He rode my kid's bike backwards. I just want to also... He told my kid, he's like, <laughs> what? hey, he's like, hey, let me see that bike, man. <laughs> and he got... I have a video of it. Uh, again, people that follow me on Snapchat saw it. He sat, so he sat party. backwards, right, with his butt on the handlebars and pedaled. He said he was he worked a little bit with the circus. And so he rode <laughs> the bike backwards down my driveway. <laughs> He's like, look, between fixing your plumbing, have you guys ever been in the circus? Any quick quick show of hands? No? All right. Let me show you a trick. Yeah, it was amazing. Because I, I told, it was funny. He he said to my kid, he goes, let me see that bike. And my kid went to get him the bike. I said, do not give this guy your bike. Like, it, this was early on. I said, you don't know this guy. I go, what if he rides away with your bike? He's here to fix your house. And you're like, don't let him sit on your bike. Yeah. And then I told my kid, I said, you failed stranger danger. I go, if there's anybody that's strange, it's this guy. You brought that guy there. But I was busting chops. <laughs> and he was all about it. You know, but <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like. You know what I mean? Like when you meet certain people and you just go like, this guy is like an old soul. Like we must have known each other in some sort of former life. That's how I constantly talk about my father-in-law like that. If you, you know get, what? If you, dude, if Wait you get, a second. If you get past the red sweatpants, dude, my father-in-law is the most interesting man I in got the world. An idea. And it sounds like Chaz is his. I his... got an idea. <laughs> Let's get these two guys together. Uh, I don't know if, I don't know if, I don't know what kind of place could contain Let's them. see what they can build. Let's you, start a reality show. Chaz and Mike make stuff happen. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Yikes. I had one more thing, but I, you got... you got ah, Nothing super important. But I was just going to say, uh, it, it, it bears uh, a, a few comments on Chaz probably Facebook? No. Okay, Twitter? No, he's off Instagram. the grid. He's off the grid. Uh, uh, Tinder? He's off the grid. Right. Do you think that plays a part in why he's so interesting? Without a doubt. Because if Chaz aired his every, like every time I, I fart and think it's funny, I, I put it on Twitter. Uh, if Chaz did that, that would probably slowly poke holes in the interesting uh, b- well, uh, balloon that is Chaz, no? I, I could tell you this. I am told my wife that, you know, I like to, when I meet people like where I look and I go, oh, this person has a lot of potential, whether it be uh, our own Harvey Woodlawn or uh, oh, you know, other people, I ask these people. When they come across me, like I make it my job to motivate these people to do something and say, like, hey, you cannot like waste you what you have. Like when you see a unique talent or perspective. So I had told my wife, I said, I'm going to make this guy business cards. He didn't ask me to do it. Uh, I got enough information from him to make a cool, funny business card for him. And at some point, I'm just going to provide him with these business Wouldn't cards. Wouldn't that be a mitzvah? It is a mitzvah. I think that's what I told I think her. It's She's a great like, idea. Nah, you're not making this guy business cards. What's it going to cost you? Twenty bucks? Thirty bucks? Yeah, it's well worth it because you know what, dude? He fixed your house for like, for like a Burger King value meal. <laughs> it's you should do that. Yes, that's true. No, Plus, that's what I'm doing. Think about how many other you know paid forward stuff. How many other people are going to? You experience know what? In the- fact, I'm going to put his information. I'm going to have your brother put it up on our website. Okay, well. at, at heymyman.com. <laughs> That's right. Check out Look for Chaz. And we can't be the only one with things that need to get done. He said he will go anywhere. He does anything except for carpet. He doesn't do carpet because he doesn't have the tools. <laughs> but he, I, bet you, I bet you he could. Oh, without a doubt. If, if you gave Chaz a carpet stretcher, I, I, it's happening. I, I To move off Chaz, I have to ask you, have, are you anybody's... <laughs> do an hour on Chaz. Are, I love this guy. Are you anybody's godparent? No. Do you know anybody who's a godparent? Sure. Do your children have godparents? No. Okay. Uh, that's just mostly because you're not religious. Right. So in your mind, a godparent is what? All my Hispanic friends are godparents to somebody. Okay. Yeah, up. No, but a godparent is... Uh, I mean, that's true also. <laughs> okay. That's, well, I'm friends with, I'm friends with a, a good amount of Hispanic people, and they're all god... It's funny because I'm... We, like, we get it. You like Hispanic people. I do a lot. Okay. But there's like a group... Of people and they're all like I'm godparent or I'm I'm godfather. This person is my godson, my goddess. Um, they all exchange god whatevers with each other, and I'm just there at the party. I'm never anyone's <laughs> got anything. But yes, uh, what I think it is is basically like a uh, a plan B. Like if 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 it goes down, like if mom and dad are, are on a United Airlines and if they're in a Disney movie. If they're in a Disney movie and all of a sudden they tell Elsa, listen, you got to wear these gloves. You can't let it out. You can't let it show. You can't be a strong woman. Then our ship goes down. Godfather, godmother comes in and goes, uh, listen, you're not my real kid. However, 
yes, I will buy you school lunch until you're 18. So my understanding is a godparent is somebody, and it's usually, it's in the Christian religion specific too. I think it's heavy with with Catholics. So, and it might even be, I don't know who majority of, but I know a lot of different Christian faiths I don't think non-denominational does a lot of like, like, I don't don't think there's a lot of of like Presbyterian godmothers. Okay. So Catholic big time. But what it is is you agree to raise that child who you were the godparent of in that faith. It really has nothing to do with like I'm good you're, I'm your adopted parent now if your parents are dead. It just means that you understand you promise the parents that you will make sure that this person carries on in the faith. Oh, what? Yeah, that's all it means. I mean, I guess. Okay. So that's probably what they say. My, paper, but in real world scenario it means take care of him if I die. My right? wife's brother Kevin and again if you follow me on Snapchat everybody knows who he is. He, Am I the last one to hear all your stories? Yes. So he uh, <laughs> he just had a baby, uh, him and his wife, and my wife comes Mostly home. Mostly his wife. Yes. My wife comes home this earlier this weekend, and she says, uh, oh, uh, my brother and his wife, um, that we were talking, and she was at the house holding the baby, my wife. She goes over there to, you know, when she has an opportunity just to, uh, to see the baby. Sure. And she says... Uh, yeah, uh, they were kicking around the idea. They they had asked me if I wanted to be uh, a godparent, a godmother to the baby, and uh, and then told me to to uh, to let you know that they were you know that uh, they were thinking about it. They, they wanted us to be the godparents, and I said, mm. uh, no. I think I uh, that's not how it works. This, I, think I see a wrinkle in this plan. That's not how it works. Before you get to the wrinkle, mm. you don't ask me. You don't bestow upon me <laughs> a great honor like this through an intermediary. If you want me to be the godfather to your child, I don't. I think you should ad- adopt. You do oh, not. Pardon the pun. You should adopt a different voice when you go about this kind. You of... do not do that through my wife. <laughs> a little more Italian. You come to me like a man or a woman. What have I done? <laughs> what have I done to deserve this disrespect? And you say. Would you be the godfather of my child? Yeah, don't feel it out. This isn't like, hey, do you think she'll go to the uh, ice cream and shop? I, and she me? said, well, you know, she just, I told her I was going to see you when I got home. I said, I don't care. I'm not, I, I'm pretending like this conversation did not happen. It's it's very, it's very disrespectful. It's very me. old school of you. So then my sister-in-law came over and she said, oh yeah, we were, uh, well, well, let me, let me take back. So my wife mm. goes, uh. Yeah, well, she's she's good. she'll probably ask you when she sees you. I mean, I don't know why it's a big deal, but I'll let her know that you were being, you know, such an ass about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, so weird about it, yeah. Uh, well, she has to clarify some things anyway, make sure it's all good. But uh, I go, what do you mean? Well, uh, you know, she got to make sure with the with her pastor or her reverend or whatever that it's, it's good to go. Cause, reverend. You know, you're Jewish. And I go, yeah. I, I understand priest. that, but but so why are we even why are you even, why are you even tickling my ass with a feather about this? Yeah, you don't even know if it's been okayed, <laughs> and now you're coming to me second. You're not even yeah. coming to me. You don't even know she, if the big man's cool with it. First of all, you don't come to me and ask me this question without <laughs> knowing all the details. How dare she even bring it up to you? Because what if he says, "No way," over the Lord yeah. and Savior Jesus Christ's dead yeah. body? Will these yeah. people be not you, Father? It's yeah. God, Father. Now, my question is, now do they feel like jerks because they've asked you and now they have to take it back yeah, from you? You don't rescind that kind of no, request. No, right. You don't. So I said, I, everybody's jumping the gun here. Everybody's jumping the gun. So my sister-in-law came over, like, to they painted some Easter eggs over here, which I don't understand why because we're Jews. But anyway, <laughs> they said, uh, she says, oh, uh, hey, I was going to ask you to uh, to be the godfather to to our son. And I said... Well, you mean you were going to ask me? I said, yeah, my wife told me. I said, so are you or are you not going to ask me? You should probably have but your husband. But it gets more tickling. You should probably have your husband here when you do this, make it a little bit formal. Oh, you know? Okay, now you're bringing Sharia law but, into it. Uh, but uh, <laughs> she says, well, I still have to clarify some things. I got to talk to you and make sure it's okay. Dude, how many how many go-arounds do you... How much how much Godfather dry I said, I'm humping out. has to happen? I'm though. out. I don't want to do it. And I said, how about this? I said, if you die... He could be Jewish. He's still. I go. What better than to upgrade him to one of the chosen people? Yeah. By See, proxy, I will only continue it. I will improve it. Right. Yeah. Okay. I will upgrade. I will upgrade you. <laughs> I'll upgrade your kids' soul. And she said, "No, you will not." Uh, and she said, "Basically, well, she's dead. She won't. I mean, at this point, she's dead. So she yes, says she will. you have to raise him uh, as a, I believe, a Lutheran. You really want to plan two bar mitzvahs? And be I honest. said, uh, well, "What does that entail?" And she says, well, really for you, you know, you have to promise to make sure you raise them in our faith. Lutherans do Godfathers too? 
Yeah, she's a Lutheran. And so oh, then she Jesus. says, uh, the only other thing you have to do is when they, my wife says, oh, well, when they baptize them, we have to hold them. And because and, I have to, the godparents, and I said, yeah. what if they splash that water on me? Oh, my God. Yeah. It's going to burn your juice skin, no? But I, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like, uh, I don't know that's the right thing for me. Because know. if you if you dunk the baby in the water, right? Mm, the yeah. idea is that he gets this this bath and that's rejuvenated. And he's he's bathed in the. T- I don't know the babies. They might sprinkle. I don't know, but my but I'm. I thinking, think more grown up they dunk babies. But what sprinkled. is what does the dunking mean? When you're older, no, yeah, it's it goes back to uh, what is like it? you're John, being cleansed. John, John the Baptist used to do it. He would uh, he would take people into the river and he would say like you're cleansed and when you come again when you come out of the water you're reborn. I uh, can't be reborn. So my question no. is, so could I wear a Gallagher-esque gets... rain jacket? <laughs> You're going to have to look like Breaking Bad. You're going to have to look like a yellow suit. <laughs> because I don't know if you can go back on that. Because, you know, the, the, if you think about the way God is, it's like, hey, I have these steadfast rules. I don't break on these. Like when God says, hey, you can't murder, there is no distinction like, hey, well, it was it was in self-defense. Now murder is murder. You can't do it, yeah. period. So my feeling is if you get born again, if you get sprinkled with the water, okay, what happens? Am I still technically Jewish? Like if, like if, if his baptismal water lands upon your skin, yes, dude. Uh, could you imagine what a great movie I don't this think, would be? I don't think it's the water so much as the the like. Now, if that person, okay, if that person comes out of the water and then touches you, you might have an issue because then there's conductivity involved. Mm. Between point. between the water and his skin and your skin, I'm thinking of. A scre- I think the water on itself, maybe you're. I'm okay. thinking a screenplay here. Yeah, I mean, I don't have the title just yet, but I'm sure we can come up with something good. And you know, in the house of God, I have to, I have to wear a yarmulke. Is that going to bother the people? At the no, church? you can wear any kind of hat you want. Is in in my um, in my experience, what you can wear any kind of hat you want in in church. Well, Jewish people don't believe that. But if but if you wear a yarmulke into a, a I could wear my Mets if, hat. Yeah, you, right. If you wear your Mets um, yarmulke inside of a not a temple but but a church, you'd be okay. It's still the same thing. God's house. God has a lot of houses. Well, no, it's not the same thing because it's one's a temple, one's a church. Right? I mean, you've been corrected on that on yeah, air. N- well, I I, I understand <laughs> the distinction, but they're still both the house of God. So you yeah, to, I'm okay. You have to have your head way. covered. But you're saying it's okay if you're wearing a. Uh, I think that I think that you can't. You can wear a yarmulke in a regular church, but I think if like you walked into your temple and I didn't have a yarmulke, that changes things. Maybe I don't. But you, but you can wear whatever. I have you to want. forcefully remove you, like that plane thing. If you come into the temple without a yarmulke, <laughs> can I make the noise? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Can I scream? Can I go? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be in the temple. <laughs> uh, did you have anything else? I'll let you know how this transpires, but by the way, we'll, we'll do some follow-up. There's we, no need for anything else. I I, uh, I really don't think there is. I think Leftover starts tonight. I'm going to go home, and if it's on HBO Go, I'm going to watch it. I'm very excited about that. I still that. don't know what that is. HBO show called Leftovers. This will be season three, uh, uh, episode one. I and just Basically, oh, all, yeah, I, all I did was work and watch TV. I finished Crashing, mm. and God, I love that show. I just love it. I just think it's great. It was it was great because my wife was in it for like the first three. She's like, oh, I think you'd really like this. And usually she's wrong. But this time she was right. I actually had heard about it anyway, but I watched. And she and I like episode four, I was like, hey, you know, did you watch it? She's like, I'm out. I don't care. I do a weird, I do a weird white guy with a religious background and kind of nerdy. Um, you know what? I, I do like a like a like a weird uh, comparison. Uh, which well, yeah, it's not really like, that weird. No, I'm I'm just trying to think of the proper word for it, but I can't. But I, but I identify absolutely 100 percent accurate. <laughs> All right, yeah. So basically, you're Pete Holmes, but no, I, I identify. He's with, taller than you. I ide- I identify with that like character mm-hmm. a lot. I mean, I'm not exactly like him because I'm not as successful. I'm more of a loser than him, and he's a loser on the show. So that right. says something. But uh, no, I like and so when he does stuff that's super nerdy or super uncool like i it just makes me laugh extra hard so i just i love it i love the character he's got and i know it's a character of his of himself right. and is embellished but i just love it i think it's a great show it's finished i hope it does season two uh they got season, season two. two okay good and i think they, they got 12 episodes leftover starts tonight which i don't know what today's date is but it's sunday night uh i'm, I'm doing the back back catalog of game of thrones again 
because I need to be current. We talked about this last week and it right. got deleted, but I need to be current. I was by hoping the, we could just by the time <laughs> Kelly C Kelly C arrives in my life again in June, I need to be mentally, emotionally, and uh, you know what I mean. I need to have the blood flowing in the right spots when when that episode airs. So. I'll have my night costume on. It'll be a good time. I have nothing else to report. I don't think um, your band's not playing anywhere. I have other stuff, but we'll get to it. My band's playing in a couple weeks in May. I'll do it next where week. At? Sopranos. Avenue H and Broad, where my old band used to play. When we fir- My very first show ever playing in front of people was at a small uh, place called Sopranos at Avenue H and Broad in Griffith. Uh, I'd never played. I didn't really even know how to play my guitar. I was. I was so, I'm not good now, but I was so bad then. That I didn't know how to play guitar, and we put it in what's called drop D tuning. And mm-hmm. anyone that plays guitar knows that uh, essentially uh, you need one finger or a bottle or a key or anything flat to play a power chord. Right. The guys in the band would go, "Yeah, we're playing this Jimmy at World song, and it's one three five seven. And I literally would play one three five. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So in the first first show I ever played was at a place called Sopranos, and we're gonna do a another stint there with my band now, and it's just gonna be kind of a homecoming weird thing. It's gonna be fun, and that's. Uh, that's in May, early May. I'll I'll, uh, I'll give the date soon. Other than that, yeah, I have some stuff, but it can wait. All right. That is episode 150 of the Hammer Man podcast. We'll see you later.